This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Yeah, we made it. You just talk. If they hate it, you know they're watching. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Nice camera action. Hello, world. Welcome into Moneyline on a beautiful, beautiful Sunday, a holiday weekend, and we're going to get you. Keep, or actually keep you in the festivities of things because I was going to say we're going to get you in the holiday mood, but I'm sure we're already that. We had a holiday on a Saturday night, so I'm sure some people are waking up uh, hungover, maybe a little bit of a headache. Maybe the coffee needs to be extra strong. Maybe the winners need to be extra great because I'm on a hot streak, Josh, and I'm going to go ahead and get into that as we get going. But my statistician, my partner in grind, the guy that does it with me every single Sunday here on Moneyline at Josh Jordan 97.5 was where you can find him on Twitter. Josh Jordan. What's up, Jerry? I've seen that, man, on Twitter. You've, you've had a nice little run here, right? Yeah, and I, and I didn't even mean to open up with that, but just uh, we're getting hit up right now. People are saying, hey, we're here. They're checking in. They're ready for Moneyline because, like I said, it's a, it's a holiday weekend. It's kind of weird having a holiday on a, on a Saturday night, right? Usually you're uh, used to getting them maybe usually for the most part on a Sunday and then you're thinking man I gotta go to work the next day but it's weird times we're living in man it is and I'm pretty excited I have tomorrow off so nice little long extended weekend we had Friday off I've taken off tomorrow so it's been great man I've, it's it's been nice to have a little time I think this is only going to be the, the second day I've had off all year and if you think about it man half the year's already over like we're flying through this coronavirus is Making everything weird, you know, keeping track of time is more difficult now. You're like Belichick. No days off. <laughs> no days off. No. You know who takes no days off? Or at least not wanting to? Or the man behind the glass at Juggalo underscore Trey 48 is where you can find him on Twitter. Trey! What's up, guys? Sorry to the dude from Virginia that has to hear my voice again today, but I'm here. <laughs> Nothing's changed, and I'm not going anywhere, so... Good to be with you guys here on the money line. No, we're excited, man. Trey elevates the show. That was the first guy that came to mind when we were putting this thing back together. So we're excited to have Trey. And uh, how'd NASCAR go, Trey? Uh, you wrote your your article. Are you going to give people a pick? Yeah, um, that today I'm taking Kurt Busch to win the Brickyard 400. He's starting on the front row. He's due. He's due for a breakout. But uh, don't sleep on Brad Keselowski. He's really good there. I think he's starting ninth, so uh, it's going to be a wreck fest today. There's going to be a bunch of cars that are destroyed. Jimmy Johnson's out. He suffered the or through the coronavirus. I do believe he's un- asymptomatic, though. His wife got it. She's doing good, though, so everything's okay with him, but he won't be racing today, so Justin Allgaier will be in the 48 car instead of Jimmy Johnson. There you have it. Hey, 713-780-3776. The phone lines are open if you want to get in and talk anything gambling, any of this COVID talk, anything of the speculations between these sports. Will they get started? As of right now, we're on a path to yes, but there's a lot of bumps along that road, and we're going to see where it leads us in the uh, in the end. 713, again, 780-3776, at Moneyline975, where you can find us on Twitter. How uh, how was your guys' nights last night? Uh, obviously, I'm I'm 
thinking you were quarantined, right? So just but a little bit of drinking, uh, any fireworks in your in your neighborhood? There was actually. We uh, typically we pop our own, but this year we did not, and it was nice. We just kind of opened up the windows and just you know kind of sat there, had some drinks, watched the fireworks going off in the neighborhood. So. You know, didn't have to get outside. A little hot, Jerry. It's starting to be that time of year, man. My neighborhood was something like a movie, man, because we're not allowed to have uh, fireworks in our area, but it, it, everyone, every year goes ahead and does it anyways. You hear them. But last night, it was like people went over the top because yeah. they couldn't get out to see, I guess, wherever they usually go. So they were thinking, I mean, they can't stop us all kind of thing. And then I look on the neighborhood uh, Facebook page. You you learn a lot from those neighborhood Facebook pages and I mean, there was cops on the loudspeakers, you know, get inside the house. I was like, is this real life? I mean, really? I mean, it was like that. It was, I mean, it's not illegal in our in our little neighborhood or, or in our area. And people were going over the top with it. I was more worried, can my kids have sparklers? And I listened to this. I said, man, I should have just got some dang sparklers. What am I thinking? Did y'all see L.A.? Yeah. Yeah, you saw that. Uh, and then they were went off pretty much at the same time. Same thing in Vegas. It's like. Everyone, let's light your fireworks around the same time and let's see what happens. LA looked like something out of a movie. Yeah, it, I heard that like people thought it was World War Three outside <laughs> of their houses in LA. It was so crazy. Also, did you see in San Diego they lit off every firework that they had at the same time? <laughs> at the same time, yeah, the whole every like they had like this massive um, collection of fireworks and like they lit them off all at the same time. It looked like a nuclear explosion. Actually, was, one of so our cool. one of our first sponsors here and our, our loyal listener, Nick, he yeah. he does that pyrotechnics. He lights them all up, and I always think that because he always puts that box. I think it looks fun. He always puts the picture of the wired box, you know, and everything. You're thinking, man, I hope he did this right. You know, <laughs> he what makes I mean? good money too, from what he was saying. Yeah, it's good. It's and it's fun. You know what I mean? It's 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 a setup though. He says sometimes. I mean, those those fireworks are heavy, and you got to get them out to like if it's in a field. Just think about that. Someone's got to transport from. A to B, you know, so <laughs> it's a process. Um, it's something uh, fireworks. You, I mean, you, we know what happened with JPP. I've had I've had real close calls in, in my life of fireworks. Fireworks are dangerous, man. I mean, I uh, it was during cold times. It was right around the uh, the New Year's time. I mean, years I was a kid. We were doing Roman candle wars and uh, I, I was chasing my friend be, from behind and, and he had a hoodie on and I shot him. Well, it, it got part, caught in the hoodie part, and it caught on fire. You know what I mean? But at which point, at first, I just I was in the zone. I hit him probably about three or four more times. Boom! When he he went down, and I'm just boom, boom, hit him. Finally, he takes off his hoodie, and the whole back of his hair got caught. Yeah. That's what it sounded like. That's what it felt like. Put it in reverse, Terry. But, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you. Uh, there's uh, some horror stories as far as fireworks. If you have any, that's what kind of show we're going to have today. It's a holiday show, 713-780-3776. The, the weekend's still young, right? We got a whole day of, of going ahead and opening up that cooler. And then you say, man, I still got about seven warm beers. Let me throw a little more ice in here. And let's start the party up. Let's start the barbecue pit up. And we're going to talk a little of everything because we filled in this week. Three days on the bench. Appreciate everyone that came over, that migrated over. If we have any new listeners, if we have any new haters, ones that are coming over to tell us, hey, y'all sucked in, y'all suck now. We appreciate it. But uh, we talked a little bit about everything, and I know that we don't we only talk to you guys one time a week. But shortly after we spoke to you guys, I mean, we found out new news about Cam Newton. What do you uh, what do you think as far as for our money line people, as far as fantasy purposes, is this a good fit? Uh, yeah, I mean. 
to me, he's kind of a borderline starter. I mean, we really don't know until, you know, everybody gets to camp. If, you know, if he's right physically, I know, he, you know, he passed his physical, but I assume he'll be the starter. And I would think I'd have him maybe somewhere around like 15 in my quarterback rankings, which I'd move him up. But right now there's a little bit of uncertainty. And remember, there's just not a lot of, you know, good skill players around him in New England. We saw, you know, Brady really struggle. So it's not like Cam has a lot of great players around him. Edelman's getting up there in age. So, you know, he's going to have to run to come through for you in fantasy. I was looking at Warren Sharp. You know, he always has those advanced analytic numbers, and he was talking about the amount of stack boxes that Cam plays against as to what Brady. Do you think that the Patriots are going to have to change things? I mean, we know they're going to have to think, think, change things up, but do you think they become what suits uh, you know Cam Newton's skill set the best? Because he's been under some big-time coordinators north Turner you know that that requires you to get the ball downfield and from what I'm seeing before the Patriots even decided to take that move they had him on the radar but they reached out Belichick reached out to north Turner types and said hey can he make the throws we know he's an athlete we know he's got superior athleticism we know he can run and we know he can make plays that normal quarterbacks don't but can he make the throws that I need him to in an offense that requires uh, precision passing north Turner gave him the okay and he told him from what i'm hearing from that discussion to go look back at not the zero and eight the the back end whenever cam was hurt look at the six and two right before that when cam was healthy and he says that if he doesn't get hurt he was you know he figured that he was going to have a great season and he had him in, in in his plans going forward but it just didn't pan out that way that's interesting and i also heard the patriots were gonna shake up their offense anyway even without you know knowing that cam was coming just because they had such a bad year offensively so i think they were planning on you know, shaking things up, trying some new schemes. So, I mean, this makes sense. And we we brought it up when we filled in for the bench this week. You know, remember, Josh McDaniels is the one that drafted Tim Tebow. So, you know, he knows how to you know, use a running quarterback and, you know, put some wrinkles in the offense. So this is something that they're prepared for. And you remember when Lamar Jackson came out, there was some rumors that they were interested in him. And then during the the back end, and it's crazy to think that he was at the back end of that round, right? Yeah. But during the back end, what do the Patriots usually do? They trade back and say, you know what, take it. At that point, changing the offense when I guess there was still a little bit of gas left in the tank of New England's Tom Brady, that Brady, they said, you know what, maybe it's not in our best interest to ruffle feathers coming into the season if we start trying to change our playbook. Let's go ahead and just chill for right now. That's what ended up happening. Now that he's gone, they're thinking, hey, let's make something happen. I'm real curious what happens, though. Who has more success? Okay, right now, and we have a whole show to talk again. If you have any kind of thoughts, any 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 curiosity, or any just, I, I guess, where do we draft them? That's the question. If you have any thoughts on that, because the ADPs moved completely now, I think. I think we're... Tom Brady was drafted as a late-round guy. I, I, I believe this year in fantasy drafts, you're going to have that guy that's going to go up there and just overspend on him. Like, man, I'm taking Tampa Brady. I'm taking all these weapons he has. And that's all it takes when that one guy messes up because we know he'll have Mahomes at the top of it. You know you'll have Houston's very own Watson right here. You'll have a few of those quarterbacks. But what happens when somebody goes ahead and pops the seal on the, on those like third-tier third quarterbacks when you're thinking, man, why did they get Tom Brady when they could have got one of these other guys? But it's interesting, right? I mean, Jameis Winston was great for fantasy last year. So, you know, if Tom throws less interceptions and he's close to what Jameis does, 
He could be top five. Yeah, and I actually got a great point to get to that because I want to know your thoughts on that. We got a little bit of everything. The phone lines are open, 713-780-3776. At Moneyline975 is where you can find us on Twitter. It's Josh Jordan. It's Trey Campbell. It's Jerry Bonos here on a Sunday getting you ready for your festivities to continue them. ESPN 97.5. My name is Bob Lee, and you're listening to ESPN 97.5. You're listening to Moneyline. On ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline, 713-780-3776. At Moneyline 97.5 is where you can find us on Twitter, at JoshJordan97.5, at underscore, or Juggalo underscore Trey48. Is that it? Oh, you got it. Got it, man. And I, I, you, you move it around sometimes on me, but hey, what a... What pick do you have one more time? We're getting some a couple things from the text line or from Twitter, actually, saying who's your pick today as far as gambling. Somebody wants to put some money on NASCAR. I'm saying Kurt Busch. I'm thinking he's going to have a breakout race tonight I could, or today. I could be wrong, but I'm going Kurt Busch. Uh, also, another pick I have, Brad Keselowski. Don't sleep on him. But like I said, it's going to be a wreck fest today. There's going to be a bunch of wrecks. So you might see... Some cars you don't usually see up front. Somebody that uh, set a, a wreck fest, we could call it, yesterday. Joey Chestnut <laughs> breaks a, sets the new world record. Okay, I sure Wrecked am glad they, they still had that. You know, I, that what's a Fourth of July without a bunch of dudes eating hot dogs? Uh, no comment. No comment on that. Uh, but, I guess I could understand where that got misconstrued. Yeah, no comment right now on that. But uh, just some observ- watch that. observations. <laughs> yeah, because uh, it was a little bit different yesterday. They did it indoors, right? So I always tell you about angles. And I always think when, first thing, one of the first things that comes to mind whenever I see them doing the regular way, right? Whenever there's fans out there, it looks like it's hot as hell out there. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Right? So then I start thinking, well, there's got to be some kind of advantage being indoor. You're going to tell me indoor where, and obviously he sweats regardless. I've seen videos of him. He'll start sweating. He does Big Mac challenges. He, I, mean, I think he's eaten like 25 of them not long ago. He, on his third one, he's already sweating. I think it's just a reaction his body does. But you're going to tell me that. And these are the angles I didn't. I mean, I had about three hundred bucks on it. It hit. You know, I was <laughs> I was over here counting hot dogs, and and I'm I'm on pace. I'm, I was doing I was on pace guy yesterday, and he came out to a world record shattering shattering pace. The guy, the commentator in the back's just like he he started shaking. He he lost his mask, and he's like Joey Chestnut. I can't believe this. And he I even posted it on my Twitter a video of him gets he gets like the shakes, and and he can't even get his mask back on. So either way it goes, he starts slowing down though once it got to 65 i felt like i was eating the hot dogs and i even posted as well on twitter as i was gonna do it i said is it an accomplishment if i do one for every 10 that he does because to me it sounded weak asking but then you start i mean that's seven and a half in 10 15 minutes whatever it is that's that's not good 
No, that'd be hard to do, man. Like, he's 75. He broke his own record yesterday. So, yeah, even if you had seven, man, that's a lot of hot dogs. and That's going to ruin your 4th of July. You're going to feel terrible. Yeah, and I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing her name, but Miki Sudo also, as well, the women's champion, she also broke the world record. Hmm, interesting. The first time they get to do it indoors, there's two world records. She was surprised. They told her, and she looked. I remember right after she looked like, huh, I broke the world record. Like, she looked around like, yeah, I did. Yeah, of course I did. So, as soon as that happened i went and and dumped money on chestnut because i figured he's about to kill this and then yeah. he, he came out acting like uh steve Ballmer. you know how he acts <laughs> yeah. just like just real goofy as soon as i saw him I, I i became more american and i said man i'm betting this is what's right what better look look at that angle what better look indoors so he could break the record and what we're going through right now america needed a good story with 75 hot dogs later that's a good story did y'all hear the announcers they were all like he's got the stomach of a warrior the esophagus <laughs> of it here i have the audio if you want me to play it hit it We've been the esophagus of a champion, the stomach of a warlord, we've been told. 60 hot dogs, nobody even close right now. Sincati, Esper, and Breeden all battling for second behind the greatest eater of all time, Joey Chestnut, a mere half minute away from number 11. 18 dog margin for Joey Chestnut. This place will erupt. See, they talk about him as is, I mean... The countdown has begun. Once again, it's become old hand. It's become commonplace here in Coney Island. I don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. It gives me something else to bet on. I've become a fan, but I, I, I try to skip past the first few minutes. I need to see the back end. And when he slowed down, those hot dogs felt like I was eating them. I'm like 68, 69. Then it was a minute left. And I said, at this pace, if he can't get five, six and you know whatever it is that i needed left in these last 60 seconds then i don't deserve to win and he finished very very strong he did man everybody was on the over with him too when i was on twitter everyone man everyone was on the over do they really think he's the greatest competitive eater of all time what about kobayashi kobayashi i'm a great eater um great family fun especially for us that saw him come out of the crowd and act a fool you remember that one that's when you started knowing that this was getting out of hand competitive eating when you saw him not being able to go out there uh i forget what he was disqualified for but they didn't allow him to compete and then all of a sudden you saw him in the crowd and you and everyone's like is that kobayashi and and they had to go they had to they had to drag him away he was arrested <laughs> at, a, at a competition of hot I dogs. remember that, yeah. You remember that? And Barely, but I remember. I remember, though, the way the MTV had a, I forget what that little series is, where it's like 30-minute series, I am a gambler, I am a something, I am a competitive eater, and mm-hmm. they had him, and they showed the way that he does his things, the way he preps. My man's like at a Luby's. It's like in China. It looks like a Luby's, and, and he has those trays, and I mean, this was a new, uh, like a Luan platter. He went he went all in. I mean, he has, and you know how those sides come each with a little bowl? He yeah. had like... He's pushing multiple trays. He's got like a like a line of trays, and someone else is at the end, like helping him tote him to a to, to his table. That's the kind of things you got to do. The girl that won yesterday, she said, uh, "You know, I'm I'm happy enough about me. My husband, he's actually competing." So, which led me to my next thought: uh, Don't mind me, but I started thinking how you said, "Well, I feel sorry for that toilet." Yeah. Well, that yeah. makes it two toilets. Yes. So, do you think like if this is your couple, do you have dual toilets? Like, do you share? Do you sit on opposite ends of the? Of the house and pray for each other, like man, I know what she's going through right now because I'm going through it right now. What, I mean, you you know, there's a process to this. Like as soon as it's done, you got to start eating some kind of laxative. 
you would think they better have two bathrooms in that house. That would be big trouble if not. Dual toilets. <laughs> Dual toilets. Why not? They had that thing on SNL back in, in the day, the love toilet, where like the toilets were connected and like people could sit there and look at each other. It was a pretty funny bit. I've uh, I, Every time I see those kind of memes or, or, or even just pictures of someone saying, now this is love or this is kind of connection – I'm against that. I'm not for dual toilets or or sitting on the, you know, laying in the bathtub while she poops or or vice versa. You know what I mean? Whoever's doing the business. I'm not I'm not for that. I don't care how much. Yeah, of me a, neither. Right. Like, I, I don't want anything to do with the with, with the poopy. You yeah. know, like I'm I'm all for, and, and it's 1030. We're talking about this. People are thinking, when the when the world did we get ourselves into with these money line guys? Again, the phone lines are open. If you're into dual toilets or anything like that, 713-780-3776. This is the place for you because that's what we do here. But check this out. This is what we do as well. And I want to make sure we get this in before we get to break. I'm going to give you a pick. Liverpool is about to kick off in about four minutes in England. And I'm going to give you some money right now. Go ahead and get Liverpool to be leading at halftime and full time. So just go, go down, hit the bet, go down to the props. And basically, I'm doing a, a bet where they're going to be leading at halftime and full time. It should be like minus 130. Hit that now. They're going to go out there and they're going to they're, they're make up for the beating they took to uh, Manchester City the other day. Just trust me. I think they're going to score three or four goals. If you don't have that for whatever reason, if you're playing on a book that doesn't offer that, I do believe that Liverpool scores three or four goals today that or uh, surpass the team, team total. I'm not great in that, but I know a lot of you guys say, man, I don't have that right now. But uh, we're going to talk a little bit about everything because we're going to talk, does the fit work? Are we going to find out who the GOAT is as far as, was it a Brady thing? Was it a Bilicek thing? Who has the upper hand going forward? I want to know your guys' thoughts. Are we going to find that out? But also, with everything going on right now, and everyone wants to talk about November and what's going to happen in November. Well, I got a presidential uh, candidate that's going to fix everything. And now you're thinking, Who? You have no clue who this person is, and they're going to fix America. And I'm going to tell you about that next on ESPN 97.5. ESPN 97.5. is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline. The phone lines are open, 713-780-3776. At Moneyline 97.5 is where you can find us on Twitter. We're here to uh, get you in the festivity mood because I know you might uh, you might woke up this morning and said, man, I got a headache. I drank way too much last night, but I deserve it. And you woke up today saying, what am I going to do all day today? Well, I'm going to bet. I'm going to hopefully start off on a good note because Liverpool game is starting right now. Hopefully I start you off on there. But I see a lot of people are listening to us. Shout out to Tony Pena. Appreciate you listening. Donald Jones, my man from my area, um, he, he saw me going off about, man, should I have sparklers? He was the first one to write me yesterday. He goes, so much for uh, fireworks because he lives in that area. Like, it, as I said, it was World War in my, uh, in my uh, neighborhood. So shout out to BC in Houston. Also driving back from he, his uh, beach house. 
He said he's uh, got us tuned in. So we appreciate all you guys, especially the ones that came over from the morning show. This is what we do. We are Moneyline. During football, it's a little more intense. Again, right now there's no sports. We're we're talking hot dogs. Just just <laughs> picture that. I mean, what else do we got right now? We're betting hot dogs or or how many we can get down. Like I didn't get the seven down that I wanted to. I, I kept thinking, man, the first two are probably okay. Like you get that first one down real fast. You're thinking, okay. And then you get that second one, and you're thinking, all right. And then that third one, by then, you're already hurting. I know yeah. they do. What is the baseball one? Is it a beer and a hot dog every inning I've seen somebody do? Yeah, something like that. I think Barry did that. He drank a— That's a, who it was. Yeah, Barry did, like, the beer and the hot dog. Th- I thought what he was saying was he would dr- eat, and like, nine hot dogs and drink nine beers every inning. So he would have 81. But I think he just drank and ate like a hot dog and a beer each inning. So he only ate like nine. You trying like to kill 18. Barry? Yeah. I, that's what I thought it was. I thought he was going to drink drink and eat 81 hot dogs and 80, <laughs> er, like uh, 81 beers. Nine beers and nine hot dogs and nine innings is tough, though. That beer is filling. Oh, man, it's that bread, too, from the hot dogs. That would, oh, you would feel terrible. I don't think I could do it. At nine that point, you would just take off the bun. Yeah, but does that count then, though? You see that there's a there's a, there's some kind of science to it, or or I guess because the way they do it, you know, you got to get the 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 meat down the hot dog, and then they get that bun, and that bun's what hurts. That's why they get it so wet. You see them yeah. dip it. I I don't know how they do, it. and and you see them shift around their body. They're doing like their they look like they're hula hooping while they're moving. You're thinking he's moving basically his intestines, so he's trying to get it to shift down. He, that just I mean I don't even want to think about that. Just imagine all that sitting in your in your body. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really like hot dogs. Time out. <laughs> Why? Tell I us. don't know. They just I just don't like the texture. It's just not crunchy enough, you know? Yeah, I mean, I guess I could see that. Well, let's see what America needs, right? Because in, in times that we're going through right now with, with corona and the job market, we need somebody in charge that the man for the job, the man that a man of the people, a man could put us in position to uh to win as a country and that's gonna be off this post because this breaking news 14 hours ago we must now realize the promise of america by trusting god unifying our vision and building our future i am running for president of the united states hashtag 2020 vision this came from twitter handle at kanye west (laughs) what do you guys feel about kanye west saying that he's going to run for president. Man. I, I think he's a tad <laughs> late on the ballot. Uh, I think he missed the registration for um, to be on the ballot. I think there's a certain date you have to be registered. But, um, you know, it, late registrations never stopped Kanye before. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. I mean, this is 2020, is it not? Like, what else has to happen this year? <laughs> Like, really, Kanye wants to run for president? I heard Paris Hilton is also throwing her name in the ring as well. She <laughs> tweeted not? out she's running as well. Now, there was another post by Hunter Schwartz, and he said the only candidate for president named Kanye West in the FEC database from 2020 at this moment is a Green Party candidate called Kanye D's Nuts. What? Um, who, a- who raised zero dollars. Uh, so this is this starts off on a bad foot uh, as if we needed more I guess, I mean, imagine if, if, if Donald Trump being in office brought this kind of, I guess, scrutiny. Imagine what Kanye West being, I, I wouldn't even want to keep up with that. Then I started thinking, well, if Kanye West is president, what does that make 
Kim Kardashian. The first lady. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? As soon what as does I- that make her AJ? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. What, is that, what does that make, Red J? Uh, what are we doing here? The moment that I started thinking about, and not that, that Kanye being president isn't bad enough, but I started, uh, Kim Kardashian, are we serious here? This is what we're headed to? And then I said, man, I mean, come on, let's get serious. He's not going to have no pull. Well, we know Elon Musk. He, he, he that might, could be the running mate. Oh, my gosh. Imagine that as vice president. It'd be better than Kanye as president. At least Elon Musk, he's pretty smart, man. But no, this is this is crazy. I mean, if Kanye's a nut, that'd be like Antonio Brown running for president. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, are you kidding me? I, I did hear uh, Mark Cuban tweeted out. Somebody asked him what he thought, and he said, "If I had a rank choice, like you know how you have those rankings where you can vote your first choice, your second choice, your all that," he said, "I would first put Biden." Then I would put Kanye. Then I would put Donald Trump. <laughs> that checks out. Mark Cuban's pretty outspoken about that stuff. Yeah, he hates that dude. Yeah. We got a, got a couple of texts here from the text line. The pups didn't appreciate the fireworks last night at all. It was a long night. Nice to hear you guys. That's a shout-out from Donna. We love you, Donna. Appreciate you listening. Yeah, my this is the first year I had my dog as far as the, for a firework type of holiday, and uh, she didn't take it lightly. But mm-hmm. at this point... To be honest with you, it felt good just to see some fireworks going off. But I saw some, I mean, I saw some guys doing, you, you know, you're always going to have those idiots out there doing. So I saw some people doing some some dumb tricks with fireworks. I didn't know people were still doing artillery shells to the uh, mailbox. <laughs> because growing up, you would yeah. do that and you didn't realize how big of a, a federal offense it is to mess with a mailbox. You know, okay, just thinking up, growing up, how naive were we to think that, you know, uh, mailbox bashing, I guess what you call it, baseball mm-hmm. mailbox, whatever you want to theme it as, that game, as a kid, you grew up thinking, man, that's just like a, you know, it's just a, I guess a crazy night. We could get in a little bit of trouble. Go ahead and start doing bashing mailboxes now. You'll have Karens out there trying to put you in the penitentiary. Oh, yeah. And everybody's got a phone. So you're going to get caught, man. It's it's a different world. And, you know, back then, mail, mailbox baseball felt like, you know, wrapping a house or something. It didn't feel like that big a deal. But now, mm, it's a different world, dude. You go wrap a house now, you might get shot. You might. You go throw some bean seeds or whatever it was people were throwing in your yard. So then all of a sudden, you had just wild stuff growing in your yard. Go do something like that. The shaving cream. If you, you go on anybody's property, just in general, you might get shot nowadays. No, I mean... I mean, when we were in high school, we'd, we'd mess with people. <laughs> I had some friends who would take, like, porto potties and deliver them in somebody's front yard and just leave them there. porto Dang, y'all boys were doing it big. I've never even heard of that one. I, I like it. I like the, though, if you have any, 713-780-3776, any, any I don't kind recommend of that, though. One of them tumped over in the back of my buddy's truck, and the stuff went everywhere. Yeah, if that you have any kind of pranks, for any kind of pranks you've pulled along the ways, any, any fireworks stunts, let me know one year. And he's probably listening right now. I had a friend. He had this girlfriend, and and she, uh, her dad or his best friend had that uh, black cat warehouse. He 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 owned it. So we got to go. I'm telling you, man. We we got to pull up with boxes, and there was no price checking. It was like, hey, y'all can grab whatever y'all want. So I mean, we knew our fireworks pretty well. We were grabbing those big ones, the artillery shots, the hundred dollar mm-hmm. ones. We filled up boxes. We took it down to Galveston. We're on there on Bolivar Peninsula, the beautiful seas of. And um, we got so bored because we had so many fireworks that at one point 
one dude was like, man, I'm just going to light this whole box on fire and see what happens, you know, which at one point I was I didn't real I didn't hear that. I was around the on the other side of the car and they just said, yeah. So I come around and I see the box, the cardboard box kind of igniting. And I said, man, well, how is this going to end? And I, I said, man, there's all types of stuff. Let me let me get. So I hide behind the wheel of this SUV and I'm just like kind of poking my head out and all hell broke loose. I'm talking about at first you just hear a few of them. Pew, pew, and then as soon as something big went off. Everything, everything started going toward the the. That's what it was, just like that. Everything started going towards the bottom of the car. Um, basically, it was a run, run, and, and we hit by the sand dunes, you know, because they were coming, bottle rockets just coming at you, and that's what you get with a lot of these kids. I just, I know that there's bad, uh, there's bad examples to put out there for people. So by no means am I saying catch your friend's hoodie on fire like I did once. By no means am I saying light the whole cardboard box on fire. But it was fun uh, when it lasted. Oh, it was, man. I mean, we jump through the, the little fountain things that would go off, you know what I mean, and throw black cats at each other. And we did the Roman candle stuff, too. I mean, that's what you do when you're a kid, and you're an idiot. That's, that's what you do. Y'all grew up in a much different time. I grew up when the fireworks safety PSAs came out, and everybody was – you couldn't even go in and pick up your own fireworks. Somebody, like, had a gate, and they had to pick them up and give them to you at the black cat store. Yeah, I, I didn't get to see all that. I was unlucky. I was born in the wrong time. Yeah, these are the wrong times. I saw somebody post on that Facebook page. They put, hi, Joe, you know, S, you know, hi, Joe, the cops are coming. I'm thinking, what is going on? This is 4th of July. I'm hearing the cop sirens. I'm hearing them over the loudspeaker. They have things to do, you know. <laughs> they do. They have real crimes to to stop, and we're out here stopping them from doing their job because we're lighting fireworks. I mean, I'm all here for the the fountains, the the snakes, the the whatever. You know, I'm not a fan of the snakes. My parents weren't either. Every time you would do those little snakes that you light, they just they would stain the hell out of your driveway. They'd be little dots everywhere. Yeah, and you remember the the smoke bombs that would be like the the, the bright blue smoke would come out and the yellow. I would put that in my car. Like <laughs> I would just sit in my car with one of those, so it would look like my car was like all filled with smoke. <laughs> you did that on purpose. Yeah, it was pretty funny. You should have just lit up a cigarette or something. <laughs> That can't be good. Toxic. No. Did it turn your car blue? No, no. It wasn't my car. It was my Aunt Betsy's Honda Fit. <laughs> Shout out Aunt Betsy. Aunt Betsy gets back in and it's just like, it's cloudy. It's dusty in there, you know, because that, that that smoke that came off those things, that's not like cigarette smoke. Or, yeah. Or, that smoke was thick. It's that, pungent, man. It was th- toxic. Yes. It looked really cool. Like, I, I, I was like driving around in my car. I, I, I was like. I was driving like, around? Uh, could you what? see? <laughs> yeah. I thought this was when you pulled up to the party you light it just so it makes it seem like dang he's been chiefing you know what is he smoking and then all he just you can just hear trey just (laughs) hey ladies i just pictured trey driving around you you pull up to a red light you're like what in the hell is going on in that car all you see is just like one strand of red hair you're like man i hope he's all right what kind of weed is he smoking (laughs) i was doing some burnouts Man, I've never heard of somebody just me neither. But, but you remember then they got a smaller. It was like it looked like a dynamite sticks, but it was those it was those smoke bombs, and they would I mean they would go off for like two hours, mm-hmm. hour and a half, and you just sit there. You'd get bored with them because at first it was like, all right, what are we gonna smog out? Put it in a mailbox. Put it in this. Put it in a garage. But put it in your own car, in your aunt's car, and then drive around. Yeah, it was crazy. I would just drive around the cul de sac like at my my cousin's house over in a. Uh, Barber's Hill, and I'd just be driving around with smoke all in the car. And that's why we have Trey on the show, guys. <laughs> Chuck, stories like that. Our man Chuck tunes in, uh, uh, chimes in. He says, 
WTF, a smoke bomb in a car? Yeah, I did it. <laughs> I, and they believe you. That's the crazy thing about it. If somebody else behind there would have said in there, I'm like, nah, he's just trying to be cool. I, I mean, I believe you. I can see it. Yeah, I can, you, you can ask my uh, cousin Shelby's ex-boyfriend, Michael Garcia. He was there. Jason Pierre Paul, we get from the text line. Yeah, we oh, are, yeah. we talk about that. That that was crazy, and that happens. You always had that one friend that, that would hold the the ones like the black cats, the M eighties. He would hold them in his hand till the fuse got to the very end. What an you, idiot! You always remember that there was always a guy that did that, and he would throw them like right at your leg or something. Just pop, mm-hmm. you know. Oh man, I, I can't believe I completely forgot about the story. I was stabbed on the Fourth of July. <laughs> what? Wow! And Way I'm not saying that lead. to be cool. I, I completely forgot about this and thinking about that. So check this out. We're getting our festivities ready, and and, and I had I was unrolling a pack of a uh, thousand black cats. You know how they would come rolled, so I'm cutting them up because we're gonna roll them out on the driveway and pop pop pop. Well, I'm just joking around, and and uh, my friend Jacob he he's over there cutting his own. Where I act like I lit one, and I go tss, with my mouth. I just go tss, and I throw it at his foot. Why the hell his first reaction was to that knife in his hand? He goes, oh. Oh, crap. Not crap, but you know what he said. He said, oh, and he thro- he just kind of throws the blade, at which time I go, oh, crap. And I turn around. I kind of give him my, my back, and the thing just goes <laughs> and sticks right by my kidney. I'll show you. On break, I'm going to show this. I'm going to actually show this. I got a scar still right there. I can't believe I completely forgot about this. So at which point, I get taken to the hospital. I'm bleeding everywhere. But before we get there, they're like, man, put him in the truck, and I'm bleeding. And the guy's like, man. My truck? That's a new truck. Bro. I'm like, we can't let him bleed. And I'm thinking, I'm dying. All of a sudden, I see somebody come out the house, and they got a bucket full of bleach water. And somebody's like, throw bleach on him. Throw bleach on it so it doesn't get— Was your de- friend President Trump? <laughs> I'm being dead serious. I hope he's listening so he could call and say, man, that's a true story. At which point, they take me to the hospital. My parents show up. All they know is—all they hear is he was stabbed— so they're in there, like, trying to press charges and stuff. And I'm thinking, man, it's Jacob. Like, he's my boy. Like, it was an accident. It was me actually acting like I, I threw something. But everyone still asks, like, why was that his first reaction was to throw us a switchblade at you? you know? And what if I don't turn? It could have got me in the, you know, yeah. in the front. It could have got me in the you-know-what. Uh-huh. And we wouldn't be here right now. But I hope you stick with us because we've talked about a bunch of nothing. And that's really what's going on right now. But we're going to get to some sports. We're going to get to some bets. We're going to make some money because I'm trying to spread it out for you. And I'm trying to get you to, uh, on the right side on this Sunday. It's not how you start off your week. It's how you end it. And you know that because all that good money, all those winnings, they mean nothing. If we blow it back today, we're not going to blow it back. We're going to put you on some winners here on ESPN 97.5. <laughs> ESPN 97.5 is your home for sports talk. And now we're more talk with less commercials. Are you serious? Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Houston's only FM sports station. ESPN 97.5. ESPN 97.5. figure out a way to sell more fireworks. I'm going broke with this venture also. Well, I see you got them snakes and sparklers, but where's good stuff, man? Good stuff. This is the good stuff. Snakes and sparklers. So you're gonna tell me that you don't have no black cats, no Roman candles or screaming memes? No. Oh, 
come on, man. You don't got no lady fingers, buzz buttles, snicker bombs, church burners, finger blasters, gut busters, zippity doodahs, crap flappers? No, I don't. You're gonna stand there owning a fireworks stand and tell me you don't have no whistling bungholes, no spleen splitters, whisker biscuits, honky lighters, husker do's, husker don'ts, cherry bombs, nips of dazers, with or without the scooter stick, or one single whistling kitty chaser? No. Because snakes and sparklers are the only ones I like. Well, that might be your problem. It's not what you like, it's the consumer. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline, where we have cherry bombs and all types of fireworks, from sparklers to the snakes and winners. That's where we have for the next hour, 713-780-3776. We got our man Lamont here chiming in, says... Pranks, we used to do uh, pop stink bombs at school. Got us out of class. I forgot about stink bombs. Yeah, man. Talk about smoke bombs. We skipped over. It started with stink bombs. You know, that's the original prank. The the good old-fashioned stink bomb. Uh, I was telling Josh, as soon as he mentioned that, I I had a friend that uh, they went through a drive-thru Taco Bell. As soon as the person opened it up to get their money, they just threw the stink bombs in there and drove off. I had another one. Uh, Now that I think of it, I had some mischievous friends. Um... One of them, they went into this food town, and it was like three of them. They each got on the aisle, and they basically lit up a bunch of smoke bombs, and they were rolling them, you know, the little ball ones. They were rolling them down the aisles, at which point one of them got caught. The other two left. Uh, the baker came out, and he caught these guys. The baker came out. Hispanic dude came out, and he, and he grabbed my boy's legs, and he held on for dear life until the, until the law got there. The other two got away, and they said the, the last thing we heard from him, the, the one that got caught, was, go on without me. <laughs> Go on, go on without me and then they just left so <laughs> that's you, the worst you get caught by the baker the like baker you're never living that down like man what the hell was that baker thinking he really loved his job that much he's gonna catch a bunch of you know like i'm holding on to this kid forever right that damn baker if, if you're listening that baker right now 713-780-3776 what were you thinking uh, the boys got in trouble over that because he ended up ratting out the other two other two are back there telling stories about a week later their parents got a word of it, and they got in trouble. So how long? How, oh, sorry, what were you saying? No, go ahead. I was just thinking, how long do you think that Baker was thinking of his time? He was like, "This is my moment. I got to get my. T- this is my moment to shine. I could finally stop the the madness out here with these kids." Well, you know that now in the guidelines, whenever uh, the the handbooks, the whenever you get hired, they tell you. I mean, they tell you at places, "Hey, it's not. Don't go after the criminal." You know, even in banks, they tell you just hand it over. Um, what do you do, like citizens arrest? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I mean, what are you even doing? I might have wahooed some beer in my yeah. time, uh, and I've seen that at another grocery store. I had a friend go in there, and this idiot. Well, I guess you shouldn't be that drunk when you go to Wahoo, right? But it usually, yeah. hap- that's usually what happens. You run out of beer, and you don't got no money. You should probably tell everybody. Maybe not everybody knows what that means. Um, go, uh, what? Uh, how else do you phrase it? Uh, you're you're basically stealing beer, but you grab throw, grab and dash. Yeah, but you throw the money down and take off. That's what you do when you're you're underage. There's you, been a lot of dine and dashers or grab and dashers here. I've heard Jason talk about how he's dined and dash. I think AJ's talked about it. What's up with the dine and dash here at the station? Dine and dash is one thing. That's on the food, but whenever you go to Wahoo some beer, I mean you're you're basically going in there 
putting your hands on the beer and you're running as fast as you can. And you yell wahoo, right? Yeah. I don't even think I, I was so paranoid. I was I was in the getaway car, you know. It's like, all right, let's go. And these are all high school stories. Not like they happened last night. Yeah. You know, like, you're not going to guess what happened last night. We're going to go talk about it. I mean, these are high school stories. But, yeah, we've wahooed, wahooed some beer. And, and I, it was at Albertsons one time, man. My friend, he was all scared to go in. He was drunk. He knocked down. Instead of going down the aisle, he went to the corner, you know, the display. And he goes and he trips on the display, and one of the cans comes out of, you know, like the, the 18 packer. The cake's broke, and it was cans. One of the cans comes out while he's running, so he steps on a can, and all hell breaks loose. The whole display comes down. You know what I mean? <laughs> Very so, subtle. Yeah, so he's about to take the beer. He's got one case in hand, broken case, and he's looking at them where they don't realize what he was about to do. They come like, oh, crap, did he slip? Like, yes, they're worried about fall. liabilities. This fool decides that he's still going to go through with it. <laughs> So so they're looking and he's like so they're cleaning and all of a sudden he just grabs a few more and he takes off so there's like a crowd of them coming out so the getaway cars out there and the, you're thinking all right all right you, your heart's going through your chest you're like all right he's gonna come out any time you're like oh my god oh my god there he is who are who's this crowd of people behind him there's civilians running behind him either way he jumped in the we were in the truck Chevy truck jump in and, and left at which point we had, we had let the tailgate down I mean that. So he could slide in. It, dumb idea. So he slides in. So we hit the we hit the gas, and and he slides almost right back out. He's like, whoa! He's <laughs> hanging on the tailgate. One of the cases falls out, and I'm just, what are we doing here? We show up, and, and the people, you know, it's always the ones that stay back at the party that have the audacity to say, man, y'all couldn't have grabbed more, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, you go it's get it. One. Yeah, and then there's always one that goes in there, and he's supposed to grab beer, and and I had one guy come out with powdered donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. That sounds like something Colby Bowman would do. Powdered donuts? I said, bro, like, we needed... He said, yeah, I got one case. I said, yeah, your other hand has one. We needed that other hand for a case of beer. You not came for out. donuts. He said, are y'all not going to eat them? We <laughs> ate them all on the way back, on the way back to the party. Because, you know, you're, you're the man when you're going back to the party. You're showing up with beer. It, everyone's waiting for you. They're in the, you know, they're in the front yard. They're like, did it, did it work or not? You get out of the car and you just throw up your cases. Yeah. yeah you're the hero. Yeah, like Braveheart. Freedom! <laughs> and everyone starts partying. We're going to give you freedom for the next hour. I'm going to give you winners. I hope that we've made you laugh a little bit. Let's get a little serious. Let's talk baseball. Let's talk a little bit of Texans. Let's talk whatever you want. 713-780-3776. Moneyline, ESPN, 97.5. Something ain't right. I feel I'm being tailed by the same suckers headlights. You gonna answer that? To call into the HRP listener line, dial 713 780 ESPN. ACA could be tweaked, reformed, or repealed in the future. But for now, employers must comply. Visit hrp.net for help. 